morning. How are, how are you guys doing? <laughs> I should ask. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super glad that uh, that sixth session is here. Um, this is this is my session, the session that I went to for for four years. Um, and I know staff probably isn't supposed to say this, but sixth sixth is my favorite. Um, so spread on y'all a little bit. But, um, man. Nervousness is such an unfortunate feeling, isn't it? Isn't it? Um, but I'm glad to glad to have you all here. Um, I want to start out with a question. How many of you guys have seen the movie? Raise your hand. Okay, so everybody, right? Um, so as I was thinking about about this lesson, um, the title of it is Light Winds, um, and it's you know. Kind of based on Ephesians, um, Ephesians 5, uh, what was it? I don't know, 8 through 14, I think, or something like that. But anyway, as I was thinking about this, I was just thinking about movies. And um, most movies, if they're not, you know, sick and twisted, um, they normally have a common characteristic. And that is that you have the good guys and you have the bad guys. Um, you have the light and you have the dark. And... As a movie is is progressing, the the conflict between the light and the dark grows. Um, things are getting more tense. It looks like there's no way that light can make a comeback. Um, but every time, no matter how bad it gets, something always happens. And in the very end, despite all of the bad, light is always the one that wins. Um, I wanted to share a story with you guys. It's a story that I'm sure all of you guys know. Um, it's a true story, and it, it starts out in John 1, 1 through 13, um, which is what Kyle read for us earlier. Um, I'm gonna gonna go ahead and read that real quick again. Um, John 1, 1 through 13 it says, "In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God." He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and apart from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. There came a man sent from God, whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify about the light, so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to testify about the light. There was a true light, which coming into the world enlightens every man. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own, and those who were his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, even to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Amen. So we have this picture in John 1 of, of the beginning of time. And we have, we have God in the very beginning. But it also talks about somebody else that's with God. It refers to him as the Word, but it also refers to him as something else. It refers to him as light. I don't know if you guys noticed, but light, when it's mentioned here, is capitalized um, because it's a name, and it is, it's Jesus. Um, Jesus was in the beginning with God. And as, as, as we go through the story, as it continues, um, we have Jesus coming down, becoming flesh, uh, and dwelling among us. And Jesus, he's born in a manger, and he grows up, 
and starts 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 teaching in the temple. Um, and he keeps con- continuing to grow up. And he starts uh, starts performing miracles, starts teaching in parables, uh, and starts just in, being encouraging uh, in a world that is full of darkness. And everything up to that point has been has been good, but then things start to turn. Um, Jesus, who is light, is is taken captive uh, and taken to a place where he's beaten, taken to a place where he's spat upon, where he's mocked. A crown of thorn is placed on his head. And then he's led out to a place where he's hung on a cross with nails in his hands, nails in his feet. The spear is driven through his side. And light, as he's taking his final breath, says three things. He says, it is finished. And if we just stop there, that's, it's horrible. I mean, light, light has, it would seem as if light had just been conquered, but it doesn't end there. It doesn't end at those last three words. Later on, Jesus' body is taken down from the cross and placed in a tomb with a, a stone rolled across the entrance. Nobody can get in, nobody can get out. But three days later, Jesus rises from the dead. Just like any other story that you might have read, you might have seen in a movie, um, or you might have heard of about good and bad, it looked like the bad would prevail. Things got worse and worse. But in the end, light won. The darkness cannot hold light down. And it is finished. Those words weren't, weren't said to, to say that, that that was the end. They weren't to, to say that. They were to say his purpose on earth was done. When he said it is finished... It is finished. <laughs> I'm getting lost. Hold on. Um, okay, yeah. So it is finished wasn't the end. His purpose on earth was done. Uh, and his purpose was to make a beginning for us. It is finished was the beginning of our ability to have a relationship with God lasting for eternity. Um, it was give us the ability for the light of Christ to dwell in us. Fact is, each and every one of us go through things in life. We go through trials, tribulations, persecution, brokenness, pain. The list could go on. And all of these are products of one thing, and that is of darkness. Um, How many of you guys have tried to... Okay. How many of you guys have been asleep at night? And you started having a dream that you need to go to the bathroom. 
really bad. And so, oh, yeah, totally. And then you wake up and you realize, I need to go to the bathroom like really bad, like right now. And so you start like searching for a flashlight, but you can't find one. So you're like, you know what? I just I gotta try to make it make it through this this dark room um, in the middle of the night. It doesn't work very well, does it? I mean, you you trip, you fall, you run into walls, stumble. Um, isn't it much easier to walk through that room with a light? Um, the world is like that. The world is a dark place. And to be able to make it through, we need a light to guide us. And Jesus is the light that we need. The light that we need to lead us. And John 8, 12 says... Then Jesus again spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in the darkness, but will have the light of life. I'm going to use another example. Um, how many of you guys have been inside of a cave? Or, or some really, really dark room? Hopefully most of you, otherwise this won't make any sense. But maybe it will. But... Um, if you guys are in, in a really dark place like that, like a cave, and you light a match, or, or you flick a lighter on or something, just that, that small flame, um, I mean, what, what happens? The, the darkness just goes, you know, it eats it up, right? No, it doesn't. No, that, that darkness that was once surrounding you while you were in that place either has to run or it has to hide. Um, because that even that small light illuminates just the entire room. I mean, it's like the difference between night and day. Um, if Christ is your light, and he is the one that is leading you, and you're allowing him to guide you, and he's your all, Satan, which is that darkness, has nothing on you. Um, because he either has to run or he has to hide. The darkness does not comprehend light. It can't stand it. It either disappears or hides. There's going to be shadows in life. Even, even though you, you light that match, and it illuminates things. There's still there's still shadows that are hiding, and those shadows in life, they're gonna hold, they're gonna cause you to be uncertain about what's hiding in them. They're gonna cause you to to be afraid, to be scared. But if you allow Christ to shine before you as your as your guide, as your light. He will expose them, and you won't have to fear anymore. Um, Ephesians 5, I'm going to focus on on verse 8 here. Um, Josh already read it, but verse 8 says, For you were formerly darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Like I said, you might be going through some things. Or you might go through things later on in life 
But whether you are now or whether you do later on, walk as children of light. Allow light to go ahead of you, leading you, and allow him to illuminate your path. And never forget this truth. No matter what happens between here and now, in the end, light ends. We pray for you. Our Heavenly Father, God, we come before you thankful so much for for your son, God, and the, and the sacrifice that he was. Um, God, it seemed like, as, as we read his story, it seems like, like things got got so bad that they couldn't couldn't turn around, but but they did, God. It was, it was by your hand. Um, Jesus rose out of that out of that grave. He accomplished what he came to do. And that was to to give us a way to salvation, God. That was to to be a light in our lives, to lead us. God, I just um, I thank you for for the light that you've been in my life. I pray that that each of the of the people in here would, would allow you to lead them, God. That they would make you their light. That you would lead them through this this dark place that the world is. Father, and I pray that they would not be afraid, but that they would trust in you. Father, I just pray that you would never forget that that in the end, you were the one that went. Just, again, I thank you for your son. I pray these things for his name. Amen.